The Distraction, hosted by former Deadspin writers Drew McGarry and David Roth, is a new sports podcast coming from Defector and Stitcher. Join the guys and their guests as they break down the week in sports while addressing their fair share of off-the-field issues. Whether it's discussing NBA players getting testy in the bubble, Bill Belichick cutting 80% of his roster just to keep himself interested, or horrifying takes from sports talk radio that need to be broken down, Drew and Roth are ready to serve you some hot sports action. But do stick around for a few extra distractions. You deserve them. Listen and subscribe to The Distraction, a Defector podcast, right now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Maybe I'm crazy, but Pod Tom did not make an appearance at this year's Met Gala. I, I did not wreck I thought he looked weird. It was real Tom. It was real Tom. If you, you don't got, know what we're talking about, we'll explain later. No, you got to explain yourself because I, I it was teetering. Oh, I have a great explanation for okay, it. Okay, please. You're, you, you will agree with me <laughs> when we get to that. Maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That's Brandon the Sailor Newman. No, I'm Newman. Matt Gala, the, the, speaking to Matt Gala. Oh. Camp. Camp was the, was the theme. So I'm just like in camp mode. And to explain you what camp is, I can't. But it's it's about challenging yeah. the eye aesthetically versus like pleasing it. I have um, great cheetah sweatpants on. Hey, that's camp. How's that? That's camp. Uh, camp is basically like the biggest exaggeration of whatever it is you're doing. Right. So I had the shirt on, but I was like, you know, it'd be crazy with the shirt, the hat that I don't wear because it looks. It's stupid. like not quite a costume. Right. But it's like what. Is that a, it's not a costume. Like they're literally no, wearing that. It's camp. Right. That's how I just that's yes. in my mind, that's what I Brought interpreted to a spike as. drag queens, I'm told. Uh correct. Yes. Yes. Amen. So um anyway, Met Gala was last night, so mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. A lot of uh athletes there yeah. wearing Ooh. the the extensive fashion. Um <sighs> and Pod Tom did not make an appearance this year, as I mentioned. The Lakers are going to have a new coach this week. Mm-hmm. Um we will Ooh. talk about all of the NBA playoff action going on right now Durant possibly to the Knicks there is a very 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 important movement happening in the fast food uh, arena yes that impacts all of us yes in a very important way socially driven um, yes it is sometimes sometimes social media can be terrible a lot an awful place mm-hmm. and every once in a while it gives us one shiny shiny bit of light you know just from the corner of the just, darkness right there reminds us that there is some humanity left yes and then sometimes it's fake because it's a uh, what was the little kid's name? Who's we? Who's getting beat up and then looked into it? His mom was actually, you know what I mean. Sometimes they fake us out with the with the with the uh, glimmer of light. You know what I mean. Yeah, I try not to be that pessimistic. Right. Um, right. But yeah, you're right. It happens. Yeah. Kentucky Derby got it all wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, we will talk about Game of Thrones and just pettiness all around Cleveland, which is which is pretty standard. Right. But let's get started with the Lakers. So, uh, Monty Williams took the Phoenix Suns job. Mm-hmm. So, Phoenix has a new head coach. For now. For now. Um, They will get a... What do you mean? I was just just acknowledging the shots with a laugh. They have had a lot of head coaches since Robert Sarver has been the owner. Mm -hmm. And that's not including their full staffs. Right. They've gone through a lot of people. Um, So, good luck to Monty Williams. And goats, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird story. Um, But you are right. They had goats in the building as well. Anyway, so he is not going to be the head coach of the Lakers. The Lakers interviewed him, uh, Jawan Howard, Jason Mm -hmm. Kidd, and obviously Ty Lue has been in the conversation since really this Luke Walton moved on. Right. Um, And I've always maintained that Ty Lue should be the, the new head coach of the Lakers for multiple reasons, but... The main reason is you sign LeBron James to a four-year deal. 
in my mind, you've already given the franchise to LeBron James. Yeah. It sounds nice that you're going to just recreate the wheel and you're going to, LeBron's just going to fall in line and it's it makes no sense. It never did. This is LeBron James franchise for the right. time being. For the Building, next four years, all you need to do is yes. focus on putting everything possible into making this situation successful. LeBron is a short-term solution. We know that. He has played for the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Miami Heat, and the Los Angeles Lakers. He is not something you build your franchise around. Okay? He's about winning. He's about getting championships. So if you like winning, you like getting championships. You have LeBron James, and then you put the pieces around him to make that successful. So why would you not get Ty Lue? Now, your pushback is going to be, okay, well, all of a sudden now this is LeBron's franchise, and free agents aren't going to want to come here, mm-hmm. and you know, Ty Lue is just, you know, he's just going to do whatever LeBron says, and he doesn't really have any credibility, and you don't want to make this Cleveland West. And you know, to, my response to that would be, what have the Lakers been doing in the last six or seven years that you guys are feeling really good about? that you are above right. what happened in Cleveland. Because Cleveland, unlike the Lakers, has been in several finals over yes. that time and won a championship over that time. The Lakers have not. By the leadership of said Ty Lue. Correct. And by the presence of LeBron James. Now, yes. I get it. LeBron is at a different point in his career, and he did have his first major injury. Mm-hmm. Knowing LeBron James the way that we all do, he's going to dedicate whatever he needs to do to his body in the offseason. He has more time yes. to recover for the first time. time in his career, or a, a very long time in his career. Mm-hmm. So there's that also. I have no doubt he's going to come back at whatever version of 100% of this LeBron James that he can give us. That said, Ty Lu is actually a qualified coach. As I mentioned, they won a championship. They did beat Golden State, right. the greatest regular season NBA team of all time, in seven games, in Golden State, and held them to 89 points. Down 3-1. Down 3-1. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Because all these details matter. And mm-hmm. listen, I'm with you. Like, the conversation around Ty Lue has always been, LeBron really coaches the team. And we all, you know, it's because we know LeBron makes all of the big decisions. Like, he is, he's asked, and whatever his direction is, I'm sure if he's, like, ambiguous about it, like, meh, whatever you want to do, then maybe they make the decision on their own. Right. But in general, he is making the big decisions. If he feels a certain way about it, the organization is going to go in that direction. In Cleveland in general, or are you talking about a LeBron team, period? Cleveland. Yes. Okay, yes, and yes. now this is what the Lakers should be yeah. doing. So, And this is why Ty Lue has kind of been discredited. But mm-hmm. he is qualified for this job. Out of everyone that they inter- they interviewed or was discussed for this position, Jason Kidd, Juwan, Jason Kidd to me is just a slightly better version of Luke Walton. So that doesn't Amen. solve any problems. Yeah. Juwan Howard, while I have a lot of respect for and he has certainly earned the right to be interviewed and get a head coaching job, right. hasn't been a head coach, and you are in an absolute win-now situation. Right. So maybe he would be successful, but I don't know if he's the best option for this situation. Well, I do think he should get another head coaching job. Imani Williams, who has been in the playoffs, he's been a head coach, but he hasn't had success in the playoffs. Not with LeBron either. Right. So Ty Lue is just the, the the lock decision for me from the beginning anyway. But he is a good head coach. And to me, putting Ty Lue in place with LeBron James, it's pretty clear, at least to me, that they're going with Rob Palenka as the head of the organization. Yes. Even though they haven't publicly said this is exactly what we're doing, which I wish they would do. Maybe they're just waiting until they get Ty Lue in place and then they're all going to come out as a united front and say this is the direction that we're going in and these are our goals and this is what we're changing and just be transparent with the fan base, which is I feel like what the Lakers Uh, deserve, Lakers fans deserve. That's the biggest problem with this whole thing is that the Lakers fan base is begging for more transparency with LeBron when it's clear that 
the Lakers as a organization aren't offering LeBron that type of transparency. So how is and LeBron at this point in time in the mogul stage that he's in, his time and his words and his efforts are worth money. And he's not just giving out free press conferences every time something big happens with Lakers. He has to sit back and and behave as if he's a fan or something someone who's removed from the decision making because that's what that's the illusion that he likes to promote. Right. He does like the image to be that he's actually not the one making the decisions, even though we all know that he is, except for the magic situation, which is what you're referring to. So so he came out on the shop this week. He had Lonzo Ball on the shop um, so we can no longer say that there were no uh, Lakers teammates on the shop. Um, But it's good, actually. I liked seeing Lonzo with him. It was so cool. It was. And it was good. It was good to hear from Lonzo. You can tell that he is involved a lot. Anyway. LeBron talked about, LeBron and Lonzo, but specifically everyone's focusing on what LeBron said because Lonzo was basically like, I don't know what that means. Like, let's just, we're going to party after this. LeBron basically said he was blindsided, which we all assumed was a situation because Magic told everyone, I blindsided everyone. I have not talked to anyone. I haven't even talked to Jeannie. And from the outside looking in, it's kind of like, I kind of feel you like if you were mad at, at Magic because Magic did bring him here. Like, he came. He said it. I came here because of a conversation I had with Magic. That's yeah. deep. Because we all kind of make our own assumptions about when he made this decision yeah. and how he made this decision. Like he said it, but, and, and there's no reason not to believe it. He may have been leaning that way, but it, sometimes you can be leaning fully into something yeah. that you want to do, and you just need that extra word of reassurance. Right. Like, this is what you should do. But he, did all, he also didn't put the ball all the way in Magic's court because he said, I, I decided to join the Lakers off a conversation I had with Magic. So it, you're right. It was pushing him towards all the way off the cliff, but he wants to articulate as well that he didn't come here because of Magic. He could have said that. No, but it's it's what I'm saying. Like, he was leaning towards that decision, and sometimes you just need that extra word to get you to that spot. Right. And Magic was that for him, and we know that Magic and him had that, that big meeting. Now, it's been reported that they don't have any problems, because they're both grown men, I'm sure, that they've had a conversation since then, and Magic apologized for mm-hmm. and explained why he left. And that is that. And you're right, there is a lack of transparency, it appears, with everyone in the organization, and especially with LeBron, which they absolutely must fix. Yeah. But I do think that Ty Lue is the perfect glue for that situation. Because if everyone remembers correctly, Dan Gilbert, doesn't have the best reputation with players, specifically LeBron, in Cleveland. So they haven't had a major amount of success uh, before LeBron, when they had LeBron for a while, when they lost LeBron, and now they're back in the same situation they were in before. So the one thing that's continuous throughout that, uh, much like uh, the Suns, is the owner. Comic Sans Dan. Boom. Shows up. Yes. uh, My least, my by far my least favorite font. My By favorite far. font. Oh. Absolute favorite. Impact? I, I, wrote a, I wrote an article in college, in grad school, that was, promote, that was in the magazine at Ball State uh, defending Comic Sans. <laughs> What's the Ball State magazine called? Ball Bearings. It's Is her, it's, this a sitcom? What's happening? Honestly, her, it's horrific. I'll bring it um, in. I'll read it to you. And especially with the tone. I mean, we could break down that. We could have oh, a yeah, whole yeah, podcast. Yeah. You weekly can't do that break, tone with weekly the Weekly breaking down yeah. only different portions of that right. letter. You got to write with a smile on your face when you write. We give out a lot of podcast ideas on this podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah, what are y'all doing? Comic Sans, the modern version of that is like the lowercase capital. Like if you read Comic Sans, it would be the same voice that you read the like lowercase capital. I kind of get you. He's talking crap about Comic Sans, so I can't really get behind him. But anyways, Lakers. I'm with you because it's awful. But anyway, um, yeah, so Ty Lu knows how to manage 
manage a crazy situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we all know, Tyloo had to take some time off because it yes. got that crazy. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think it's that bad in Los Angeles. Um, and yeah. I also think that it's more of a... Well, I don't think it's that bad in that I don't think that there is the type of dysfunction that's in Cleveland. Like I don't okay. think there are the egos to manage that were in Cleveland at the top. That's fair. Like, I think Jeannie mm-hmm. is a genuinely nice person who's trying to find a way to make everyone happy, which is always a bad decision. Genuinely doesn't know what she does, what she's doing, so okay, she's not doing anything. That's 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 fine. That's, I would also I'm say okay most owners in most cities, yeah. at most sports franchises, have literally no idea what they're doing. Right. The difference is. A good owner mm-hmm. recognizes, I don't know what I'm doing. Let me hire the best person for this job right. and give them the opportunity to succeed or fail at what they do. Right. And that is what seems to be lacking here. And Rob Palenka is going to have an opportunity to prove himself. Ty Lu is going to have an opportunity to figure out this situation. But I think he is the perfect go-between between between all of this. Right. He's a former Laker. It's not like he's new to Los Angeles, exactly. which is a huge thing. Yes. If you have never lived in Los Angeles, if you have never been a part of this particular... <sighs> Brand of air, right? It is an adjustment period <laughs> for several years. Yes. Like, if you have not spent significant time here, brace yourself. Right. It is not an easy place to transition to, and right. I don't care where you're from. Yeah, and it, the, the good parts make it difficult as well. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, uh-huh. too much of a good thing, and a lot of distractions. Yeah, and I, my, my biggest, my biggest problem with the Lakers fan base because I think this is an issue, like when LeBron surpassed Jordan in scoring and there was like a weird golf club in the arena. Right. The Lakers LeBron isn't given anything more to the Lakers than Kobe has. Just he Kobe is Kobe's given championships. Lakers people don't believe in God. They have no faith. They have no faith in what they see in front of them. Cleveland all they had was faith in LeBron to bring them a championship. And 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 they and no one has faith in LeBron, and I am choosing to believe what I've seen over time, what LeBron James is capable of doing, what he is capable of doing when you give him something, because he has the Lakers haven't even given him what he needs to succeed, and we wasted a complete a whole year on that. Thank God he just got injured, so he can get some time to rehab his body in a real way. But the Lakers are asking for a lot, but they haven't given LeBron anything. Right. And I'm kind of with you on that. There's a bit of arrogance to the yeah. fan base, which is which is earned for the most part, but it's been a, it's been a little while. And there's, a long while. And there's also just the lingering, the lingering unfortunate feeling that they don't understand Kobe Bryant is not coming back. Kobe no. Bryant it does not play Any for way, the Lakers anymore. It's it's not it's done. Yeah. He is retired. Yes. He's happily retired. <laughs> he and, is. Unless you come out to L.A. and ask your Uber driver, in which case he'll tell you, he or she will tell you, Kobe's coming back, LeBron's trash. That is He didn't true. want him in the first that place. You've had is. a conversation with someone who believes that Kobe Bryant is coming back to play basketball for the Los Angeles. Honestly, I don't know if he Uber said drivers. those words exactly, but the way he spoke about the situation led me to believe that that was his hope. Yeah. Like, like LeBron is yeah, no, universally loved here I'm, at all. I'm just checking to make sure this is an actual fact because I believe that there are actual. There's a group of people yep. that believe Kobe may come back and play yes, basketball. Yes, I've had conversations. And then with there, him. He, <laughs> yes. he's, he's keeping his mind sharp with detail. He's ready. Right. And and then there's the, then there's the the group that thinks that Kobe might come back and be in the front office, mm-hmm. which I don't think is a bad thing. I, don't, I I would not be against that because clearly the Lakers have committed to keeping it in the family. So if you're right. going to do that. I mean, Kobe has shown that he has he is not he is not afraid to be Black Mamba, nope. okay. And you need a little bit of that, mm-hmm. and he's respected. So I'm, I wouldn't hate that. You know, I would only hate it if it went the way it went for Magic. Yeah, 
which I don't know that it would because Magic and Kobe are just two different personalities entirely. Mm -hmm. Magic is the perfect go between. Uh, he he has the the business energy and the connections and the people to people interaction that you cannot pay for. You can't go to school for. Right. That's why they call him Magic. Like mm -hmm. he comes in the room and everyone's like. I've got to know what this guy is doing. Yeah. He introduces I himself as Irvin. Yes. He's like, wonderful. He's, he has an energy about him that brings people together. You can't pay for that. That's that's it's priceless. Yeah, he runs businesses the way he played basketball. Right. Distribution, and, and that works smile a, on his face. Right. And yeah. that works in a lot of businesses unless you have tampering situations. <laughs> which yes. is where we ran into trouble because mm -hmm. that's just not how that there's there's things in place that prevent that from happening. So that's why it was never really the perfect situation for him because that's a thirty year adjustment to being able to talk to and give advice to and welcome and have dinner with and, and have these relationships with people that all of a sudden have to change. So I, I'm not against the Kobe thing in the front office, but I just want to remind everyone Kobe's not coming back to play basketball, which is my original point. So based off what you're saying about LeBron, yes, Lakers fans need to wrap their arms around this current situation. LeBron mm -hmm. is not going anywhere. Nope. Ty Lue is going to be the next head coach. Support that situation. Yeah. Recognize that they have to make more moves. They have to make this place a welcoming place for free agents. Like, you're not gonna get Kevin Durant. Okay, yeah. so we know that, all right? That's, there's a possibility you could get Kawhi, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and honestly, look at Kawhi Kemba as a- Walker, like there are a lot of free agents yeah. out there. Chris Middleton. Honestly, Chris Chris right, right and, he, and he's like, getting playoff like, experience right now. Right. And my thing is, watch Kyrie. Yeah, watch Kawhi because people, it's like you don't see him and you forget. Watch right, like watch Kawhi right now and remind yourself about when you didn't see LeBron going off in the playoffs this year, right? Because we didn't see Kawhi and people forgot right. that he was arguably the second best player in the NBA. LeBron, with some health, he's going to slim down. We're going to get people around him. He's actually going to lead things the way he used to. And with the Warriors dismantling as we speak right Allegedly. now in the playoffs, the West could be wide open next year. It will be wide open next year because Kevin Durant is going to leave and that is going to, sh the way that LeBron leaving Shift. the East did, shift the balance of power. It's mm. going to even things out. There's a lot There's a lot of young players still coming up that don't have the experience that LeBron has. It's not the worst situation to be in. Like the, the, there's, all, there's been this feeling since LeBron came here that it's like, <sighs> we have to tolerate this. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I've never understood it. You can thank me now. It, I've never understood it, and mm -hmm. it ha it has to change. Like, there's got to go back to this old school mentality of it's we're cool with being hated, we're cool with being the Los Angeles Lakers that everyone's jealous of. Just, just own that. Tyloo's gonna do the best job that he can do. He's had time off away from the stress and chaos yeah. of of coaching in the NBA. Him and LeBron already have a relationship. There's no adjustment period for that. They're going to put people in place. They're already talking about hiring Tom Thibodeau and assembling the staff. They're going to put people in place who can develop the young players. They're going to get a free agent and figure it out. Everything's going to be cool, and we'll see what happens with Wapalinka. But in general, I'm 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 glad that Ty Lue is going to be the one in this spot. I think it's the right position for him, and I am optimistic about the future of the Lakers. How's that? Amen. Beautiful. You should be. Right. Hell of a comeback. Shouldn't we all? All the all the signs point to the Lakers being well and in, deep into the playoffs next year because if we're looking at the Western Conference semi-final, whatever we're watching right now, a LeBron team with whoever he wants on that team could could take care of those people in seven series. In seven games. The no, not the Warriors. Yeah. I mean, the Warriors. I mean, I the Rockets. I'm not sure about We'll that talk either. about them next. Yeah.
I, I don't know if they have something for Jokic in general. Damn, you know it's balling. But in general, I, I am optimistic about what they can do. With it. With it. What? We about to turn up in this All right. What am I winning or quitting today? Three of the four NBA playoff series are tied 2-2 two to two, while Giannis and the Bucks are up on Kyrie's Celtics 3-1. to one. That means Warriors-Rockets, Sixers-Raptors, Blazers-Nuggets are all preparing for a very important Game 5. But let me start off with the Warriors and Rockets. Joy, if the Rockets beat the Warriors in this series, we all lose. With it or quit it? Uh, with it. <sighs> Would it? So bad. Would it? I can't root for the Rockets, though. Um. Well, look, everyone calm down, okay? The Warriors are going to win the series. Everyone just relax. And I, I, we, we overreact to each that. game yes. in a very <laughs> emotional, over-the-top way, mm-hmm. as we should, because that's the only way to watch sports. However, yeah, like just that. calm down, because it's going to be fine. Uh, I don't know why everyone's panicking. I feel no panic. And neither does Draymond Green, and neither does Steve Kerr, and neither does Steph Curry. Everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, we're cool. We're good. We've been here before. And they have, and they're going to win, and it's going to be fine. Um, that said, I do like that the Rockets are finally finally doing what they should have been doing this entire series, which was super annoying from the beginning of the series with the complaining about the refs, which is make it a dogfight. Just make it ugly because you're not going to out finesse them, even though Steph Curry is doing his best job to miss every single three pointer that he puts up. Clay breaking everything. Um, Clay also not, not doing super good there. Harden has made two fewer three pointers than Steph and Clay combined. That's not good Mm -hmm. um, for anyone who's wondering, but they're going to be okay. Um, they were also out rebounded by the Rockets, ninety-eight to seventy-two in games three and four. So they're they're not they're not doing what they need to be doing. Like they, right. the signs there are obvious. Make more three pointers, get some rebounds. It's going to be fine because even though the Rockets bullied them around in in this last game, they still were right there at the end. All all Kevin Durant has to do is is make that three pointer and or he gets Steph. a rebound, and Steph can make a three pointer. Yeah, and and we're tired of going overtime. No, the entire game you're waiting for the Rockets are waiting for the Warriors to just have that twelve and zero run right. and win the game, and that never happened. And that's why this Warriors team feels different than any of the Warriors teams we've seen right. in the past four years. And at no no point in that game did I feel like oh this is over. Right. At, at yes. no point. And I, and I still don't feel like the series is over. And, no. and Steve Kerr talked about it. That, like, he said they have a lot of middle linebackers on that team. They're sturdy, and we look like volleyball players. And he's right. <laughs> they look like middle linebackers. Elegant. It's, it's true. Uh, listen, volleyball, volleyball can be a very violent sport. Yes, true. Um, but not so much like football. Yeah. So, in general, I like what the, what the Rockets are doing. They're all uh, just country strong yes. and uh, immovable mm-hmm. objects. Texas and they're playing small. Um, so it's good, but everyone relax. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, I, th- I think now that LeBron is, and I don't want to make everything about LeBron, but the NBA, the best player over the last 15 years has been LeBron. With him out of the East, I don't think the Warriors have the incentive to make it to the finals and beat LeBron. I feel like every time they beat LeBron, it's, it's a, a great team accomplishment. And now that he's not there, I don't know if the one twos there. They don't they don't have the drive that you need to three peat and I don't think they will. They feel a little different. Um they're going to three peat. It's, so. it's gonna be okay. Okay. Next question. Joy, Kyrie's Celtics were never good enough to win an NBA championship. Would it or quit it? Would it? I thought that they were going to make the Eastern Conference Finals uh, or make it to the finals. Right. I'm sorry. Um, and I, th- th- you know, that's not probably not going to happen now. Mm-mm. But um, no, I never thought that they were going to win a championship. And I don't know. Well, I guess Colin thought that they would win a championship over the Warriors. This I mean, season. they're without Gordon and Kyrie, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. 
So, well, that's kind of the problem, and also the the bigger well, there's two things here. So everything's getting blamed on Kyrie, yes. which it happens when it, when you leave LeBron and you want your own team mm-hmm. and you want to be the guy, you're going to take all the criticism. It's not entirely fair that it's all going on Kyrie, but that's right. how it works. He is playing very bad. Is he playing very bad? Like very bad. He's not playing up to the level he needs to play. Very bad okay. feels okay. like he's exactly. shots that he should make. Yes. Yep. For them to win. He, yep. he needs to put the team on his back, and he's right. not. That, though, I think falls into the Brad Stevens category. So, no diss to Brad Stevens, but he's getting more credit than he deserves. His, mm-hmm. his playoff record's 27 and 28. Ugh. He has this impenetrable system that doesn't work with superstars. So... That's great in college, yeah. but the NBA is about superstars. And you have Kyrie Irving, you have Jason Tatum, you have Gordon Hayward, you have Jalen Brown, you have yeah. Terry Rozier. Like, you have incredible Tom amount Wolford. of talent. Yes. This should be working. You have the most talent. Figure it out. And it can't all be on Kyrie. Kyrie is not LeBron James. Kyrie is not Kevin Durant. Kyrie is not even Steph Curry. And that's no disrespect to Kyrie because he is a, a top player in the league. Yeah. But you can't be out here bragging about how the system is and it's, you know, what? Where's the, where, where? What happened? Where's the proof of this? Yeah, there's no identity. Like, you look at the Celtics teams that have won championships, even ones that I didn't watch. I'm sure going into that playoffs, you could tell an identity with the Celtics. I don't know what this team is. Yeah, there's is. no idea. You have no yeah. idea what it is. A bunch of Kyrie clones. Kyrie needs the ball in order to be successful. He yeah. has to dribble around. Gordon Hayward, same thing. Needs to dribble. Needs the ball. Jason Tatum, same thing. You have too much of the same thing, Jayden and Brown. nobody knows their role. And that's what Kyrie Irving was complaining about at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. You have to know your role and accept it. The other problem is there's so many guys on this team that haven't been paid yet. So you're running into this conundrum right. where you have young guys who are super talented who are trying to prove their worth in the league so that they can get their contracts while also trying to win. It's just a complete, like, imbalance. And you've got to make adjustments to your system. That's how it works. I'm sorry. Like, if John Wooden can make an adjustment, I feel like you can make an adjustment. Yeah, I think the biggest problem with the Celtics are, like, what championship, NBA champion team do you know that their best player was a point guard? I, I don't really I can't see it and I don't and you can argue about the Warriors but Iguodala won the Finals MVP that year. Well, I'm saying in the in the playoffs in this year, so I'm saying I don't know if this team is built for that. And Giannis actually is as advertised. That's the that's the thing that's being yes. lost in all this yes. in the Celtics dysfunction is that Giannis has really put this series on his back. He's been incredible. Mm-hmm. Thirty. Averaging 30.5 uh, points per game, 52% shooting, 46.7% from the three. He's been yep. absolutely incredible, yes. which is nice because— 50% from the free throw in line. In general, this whole like dissing the MVP thing, yeah. it, like he is proving everything that he was during the regular season is translating. But I do, unfortunately, as great as he's been and as, as great as the Bucks have been, I feel like this is more about the Celtics and it's more about Brad Stevens than necessarily Kyrie Irving because you have to be able to coach talent. This is not college. This is the NBA. You've got to yeah. be able to manage multiple superstars if you're going to win a championship in this league. Yeah. They need another plane ride. Another Let's, plane yeah. ride? Yeah, they need a plane ride. Remember they was Scalabrini was on it. Yeah, yeah, Long plane ride. I don't know. Yeah, they're all in the East. Okay. Joy, the Sixers starting five are too talented for Kawhi's Raptors. Quit it or quit it. Um. Come on now. Quit it. What? How you get that? I don't know. This series isn't over either. 
series is not over. Okay. Who, oh, so, so you like the Raptors? I in the still. Series. I'm sticking with the Raptors. Really? Yeah. What have you seen from the Raptors? That, that said, uh, well, Kawhi Leonard. But that said, Kawhi is so out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's why I want him to leave. I think if he goes on a run with the Raptors, he might he might stay up there. Nah, he just chill. He ain't staying there. Nope. Um, he's been he's yeah. been absolutely incredible. Uh, Thirty two point three points per game, fifty eight point seven field goal percentage, fifty three point percentage, fifty percent from three. Um, how many how many words out loud said per numbers. game you think from Kawhi? Uh, smiles, look, maybe. everyone gets upset that Kawhi doesn't talk. Kawhi doesn't talk. That's not news to anyone. It's yeah. it's just like the Kyler Murray height thing. Like, where have y'all been? That's how tall he is. He's been this tall forever. Yeah. And Kawhi doesn't talk. We know that. He also has hands the size of this table, and he just picks the ball up and does what he wants with it. Like, Kawhi's incredible. And this is what I've been saying about Kawhi this yes. entire time. I've been screaming this. Yes. Stop acting like y'all don't know who Kawhi Leonard yeah. is. Like, when he was injured, everyone just forgot. Yeah. Y'all forgot. Kawhi's like, now I'm just going to dunk on everybody. No, watching All y'all fools. I'm not passing to nobody. I'm going to dominate this entire series. Yeah. And then I'm going to go wherever the hell I want in the offseason. Yeah, and watching him play is like watching the computer play. Like, on, like all pro or whatever it's like he's just doing all the perfect movements no wasted and he's not even no emotion during the entire time no he doesn't have emotions Love but it. it doesn't matter because he just dominates emotions yeah. are super overrated Siakam so has that's been good, good. Siakam mm-hmm. has been good Lowry it's hurt kind of yeah Lord and Lowry's my take on the Sixers is basically that Jimmy Butler is going to leave and whatever's left of this Sixers situation is not winning a championship so I don't know what happens with the Sixers you believe in that starting five I, I I want to. Yeah. I genuinely want to. They're fun to watch. I genuinely want to, but I don't. All stars. If okay. I'm keeping it all the way 100, I don't know. Okay. We got, we're short on time. We can finish this up. Blazers Nuggets. Let's get to the series that no one wants to talk about. Joy, Damian Lillard and the Trailblazers are too fatigued to get past the Denver Nuggets. Quit it or quit it? Uh, quit it. I think that the Blazers also win this series. What? Um, I do. They I really it. do. Now, the Nuggets, th- this this has been great for the Nuggets. It's been great for the league. Yes. Because Jokic has become a star mm-hmm. and is getting a ton of respect as he showed. Jamal Murray has exploded, Ballin. which is which is great. Um, Jokic is unexplainable. I mean, he, he's, he's like a ginormous quarterback mountain thing. Child. Yeah. I mean, he's just ginormous. And he just looks like if he bumps you, you have a bruise for the next two weeks. <laughs> and he makes his free throws. It's like 1-1. One, one. The the giant in uh in Game of Thrones, the wild and giant 1-1. One, one. Oh, with the beer. Yeah, he the just one like that's a, always drinking out of the, the yeah, yak horn that's, or whatever? That's, that's Tormund. But oh. the, the, the giant. He's like an actual giant oh. out there. You know what I mean? Just like but the beer guy's so much cooler. I know, anyway, I um, I do think the Blazers still win. <laughs> um, they have a more balanced team. Yes. Um, Yo- They had some issues with Jokic. If they keep Jokic's scoring down, he yeah. still has like 15 assists, so he's gonna be a problem. This is also gonna go seven, but I'm picking the Blazers. Still. I think the the pace, pace of this game is slow, and the slow paced game better complements Denver's best players than the Blazers' right. best players. Right, which is why so they like, gotta speed it up. And I, and I don't, I don't think it, this is not getting speed up. As long as the marathon, the four overtime game was, this is entire oh, series is gonna what keep going. Best game of all the whole playoffs, so. though. R- really? Yes. It was amazing. Yeah, it was fun watching CJ McComb kind of take over a little bit. And yeah, it was fun stuff. Hear ye, hear ye. The Browns are being petty. Mm. So Odell, in his kilt, made a bold prediction at the Met Gala last night, talking about Baker Mayfield and the Browns' future. He said, I would say he's next, but I feel like he's now. He's Brett Favre. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I plan on being there for the next five years and trying to bring as many championships there as possible, turning the Browns into the new Patriots. Of course, everyone freaks out, because anytime you talk about the Patriots... People remind you that Can't you are not it. the Patriots. No. 
and you will never be the Patriots. Oh, 20 years to do it. And it's a very long time. It did not take five years. It took 18 years. Right. Um, the Patriots have won six Super Bowls since 1999. The Browns have had one playoff appearance in that time. Their last playoff appearance, 2002. Mm. I was in high school. Uh, they lost to the Steelers. Butch Davis was the coach of that team. Woo! Um, Great college coach. Davis. Davis. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, their last playoff win was coincidentally against the Patriots. Bill Belichick. They went on. Um, where was that? Who did they lose to after that? The Steelers. Oh, Steelers beat their ass every time. Um, Anyway, the Browns have had 30 starting quarterbacks since 1999. And I say all this. These are all things that we know. Okay, 30. That's a lot. I know we all know all these stats. And listen, we're very pro-Odell around here. We're Mm -hmm. actually very pro-Browns. I said, uh, which I feel the need to remind everyone, um, I said that Baker Mayfield should have started from day one. Um, I was right about that. And I'm glad that the Browns are interesting because nobody likes a dud. Despite what the Browns think, Browns fans think, nobody wants the Browns to be bad. That sucks for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's just a dead game, which is not. They were really exciting last year. They're going to be incredibly exciting this year. They're going to be must-watch television. That said, I would really, really like, really, really, really like for the Browns to just create your culture. It doesn't always have to be about we've arrived Mm -hmm. and we're here and we're the Patriots and we're going to the Super Bowl and it's just like chill because we don't need another Jaguars in our life, okay? And I'm all about aiming high because if you aim low, achieve low, all right? Aim high, say that you want to win championships, Mm -hmm. say that you want to establish a culture of winning, but take the process appropriately. I am a big, like all jokes aside, I'm very, a very big believer in the process. I don't believe in the cheap way to success because it doesn't have any sustainability. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to have generational wealth around this bitch, Amen. okay? Amen. And that is what the Browns should be trying to do also. Stop trying to be good this year. Be good for the rest of your career. Yeah. Create an environment that is about development, that is about consistency, that is about actual goals that translate into winning long term it can't always be about right now yeah i'm with you but also and like you said aim high this is a comparison league no one really understands oh we're gonna be good are you gonna be good like how good like who and you always have to put a name on it but like the browns can't get odell beckham from the giants have baker mayfield as number one draft pick overall last year and say, you know what? We're going to be the next Baltimore Ravens. No, you don't have to be the next anything. Just say, you have to say the right things. Freddie Kitchens said the right thing. Yes. Freddie Kitchens, to his credit, and I, I don't and know what to expect. that's the head coach. From, yeah, I don't know what to expect from Freddie Kitchens. Nobody does, because he's never even been an offensive coordinator, yeah. let alone a head coach at any level. But he said the right thing. You didn't do shit last year. You came in third place in your division. That means you beat the Bengals. That should be baseline for any team. Okay? It's the Bengals. Ooh. So... Yeah. While I'm happy for their improvement, create a culture. That's all anyone's asking. It's I, I don't care about the Browns in general. Like if they end up being bad, it's not gonna affect my life in any way. If they're good, great. We have more stuff to talk about. Yeah. So it's not a hater space. I think that you have to establish a culture of winning, and that starts at the beginning, which is where you are. You are at the starting line. Last year was gone. Last year you you had Baker come in through the season. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of changes. Now you have a fresh start create a culture where it's like we are going to develop into a team and not just put together all this talent and so we have all these expectations and then it becomes a disappointment. I'm with you. But I do think they're going to be great. They're going to win the AFC North. The the Browns are going to win the AFC North and it's not too big of a feat considering what's left of the AFC North after last year. Seattle's going to win it still. You, you would say that. Yeah, I would. Yeah.
It's dinner time. Mm. You've had a long day. Your stomach is rumbling and you can't decide what you're going to eat tonight. This Ooh. happens all too frequently. With DoorDash, you don't need to get up from the couch to order a great meal. DoorDash connects you to all of your favorite restaurants in your city. Ordering is easy. Just use the DoorDash app and choose what you want to eat and your Dash will bring it right to you wherever you are. Not only is that burger place that you love on DoorDash already, but over 310,000 other amazing what? restaurants are too. That's a lot of mm-hmm. restaurants. DoorDash connects you with door-to-door delivery in over 3,300 cities and in all 50 states across the United States and Canada. Order from your local go-tos or choose from your favorite chains like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, mm. and the Cheesecake Factory. So don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code JOY. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter promo code JOY. Again, that's promo code JOY for $5 off your first order from DoorDash. It's time for High Key, Loki. All right, High Key. Kevin Durant is in a New York state of mind. Mm. Loki, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about this. So the Knicks have almost $73 million in salary cap space this summer, which people are kind of forgetting about. They have space for two max deals without having to move anybody. I was about to say, what does that compare to the next best person? They have the most space. Okay. They okay. have the most space. Okay. They are king. They king can afford a Kevin Durant-style superstar. Correct. And then another one because mm. they have two max max spots so the last time the Knicks won a title was 1973 before that was 1970 so it's been a little while um last time with the finals was 1999 also been a little while last time they made the playoffs was um 2013 so obviously everyone's looking at the Knicks situation it's not the most ideal basketball situation however this is where I stand with this I feel like it's happening, first of all. Vegas also feels like it's happening. They made them, like, the, I think they're top five or the fifth best odds to win a title. Vegas? The sixth best odds. Sixth best odds. So pretty good. And I think that's because, even though they won 17 games last year, that probably has something to do with the idea that they think Kevin Durant is going there. It would have to. That would be the swing. Yes. In that situation. Now, they also have the, they have the same, uh, they're tied with the Suns and the Cavs at 14% chance of getting the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. So, sports gods, we'd appreciate it if you not give the number one pick to the Suns or the Cavaliers, just in general. We need this. Yes. The Knicks being good elevates the rest of the league. Now, you can say what you want about the Knicks, and look, they've had terrible ownership, and there's no two ways about it. Um, it's, it's a disaster of the ownership situation. Yes. That said, he did put together the only black front office in the entire league with Fizdale, Scott Perry, and Steve Mills. Amen. So he did do that, which he deserves credit. He does. Say credit. He does. He did put that together. Or whoever told him to do that. Right. Does. Yes. Um, but the rest of the situation and what he's done has been a disaster. Mm-hmm. But the thing with Kevin Durant is we all know Kevin Durant is not the Golden State Warriors. Right. In the same way that LeBron was never really the Miami Heats. He's not the Golden State Warriors. If he can win a championship in New York after already winning what we imagine will be three this year, well, you don't think they're going to win, but I still think they're going to win. So if he wins three championships in Golden State and goes to New York and wins a championship in New York, he will be in the conversation of the greatest of all time, and it will be very difficult to yes. argue against that. Because True. the magnitude of the New York Knicks, even though they have been terrible, is just not comparable. They're the number one most profitable franchise in the league, despite their dysfunction and lack of winning. Mm-hmm. It's just... I'm very excited about it, and I really hope that it happens. Okay, it's going to happen, because Vegas said so. I would like to see Vegas' odds for Kevin Durant's chances to join the Warriors, just to compare movement and how, how they've 
dictated where Kevin Durant goes. I don't know how Vegas does their thing, but they make decisions and yeah. then it sometimes happens. Mm-hmm. All right. High key, Chance the Rapper is the uh, hero we need, but not the one we deserve. Um, <laughs> Always and, has been. Yes. And uh, low key, we're going to be eating good. So, uh, Chance the Rapper tweeted. Positive affirmations for today. Those are important to have. I will have a good day. Yes. I will succeed today. Yes. Wendy's will bring back spicy nuggets at some point. Please, please, Lord, let it be today. And Wendy's, like many fast food restaurants, checks their mentions. Mm. Y'all keep asking, so here's your chance. This is according to Wendy's, responding to Chance the Raptor. Why do I keep calling the Raptor? I love Chance the Raptor. We we said it once before, and now it's a thing. It's a sports show. Uh, The people in charge, that's a good Raptor. Uh, The people in charge say if you guys can get our tweet, this one right here, to 2 million likes, they will bring spicy chicken nuggets back. Let's freaking do this. Then Wendy tweeted, this is not a drill. Spicy chicken nuggets are coming back. Y'all are crazy. It took like a day and a half. What? I don't know why they're writing so much. We don't know when yet. Got to figure it out soon and okay. Losing it right now. This is amazing. We just like live tweeting for real. Um, can we get them to drop the same day as the album? I need them together. That is what Chance the Rapper yes. responded to Wendy's. So thank you, Chance the Rapper. Yes. We appreciate it. Spicy chicken nuggets are excellent eats. I heard. I haven't been to Wendy's in a very long time because my body, the way my body is set up, <laughs> Um, <laughs> with the fast food, fast food when it comes in is, is not uh, it's not well received in my age right. so uh, I can't consume a or lot of LA. fast food um, but Wendy's is a very underrated fast food restaurant it is it is top echelon it's like when you're traveling for a long road Ugh. and you're and you're you're like I don't want all things if you see a Wendy's sign you know you can at least get a quality meal yes. in, in the belly for the rest of the trip right and yeah. you will be full Mm, and you will have only minor guilt. I mean, yeah, yeah, minor guilt. The crispy chicken sandwiches. Honestly, the best barbecue you can get in a fast food restaurant. I don't know about that. I don't I'm know telling that you, it's a robust. It, it, it's sweet and spicy. It's it's a dark, rich color. Mm. Mm. All I know is their chili is fire. They have frosty. They was the first person they to bring out the chili. Which I mean, forget a McFlurry. They if you have the not eaten game. a frosty with the dipping of the fry, man. With the dipping of the fry and the man. frosty. And when they went to Vanilla, they've been innovators this whole time. The whole time. And that's why they have square burgers. Fresh, never frozen. And we don't ask questions. (laughs) Never frozen. They they ain't even been bragging about it. It's fire. But anyway, the spicy chicken nuggets are back. Um, We're very excited about it. Thank you very much, Chance the Rapper. And finally, high key, the Met Gala was lit. Mm -hmm. It was very camp, which is why uh, Brandon is dressed like a complete weirdo today. Um, He's he's camp. Um, Low key, no pods on this year. What do you? What? Here we go. It. This is how I explain. Okay. Now, uh, Tom Brady is yes. is pod. There's Pod Tom and there's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Pod Tom was at last year's Met Gala. Yes. You can spot Pod Tom very easily because when he doesn't sweat, yes, and he looks much like this. Yes, it's the With shine. A slight gap. Yes, the slightest bit of gap for the oxygen to make the pod thing function, <laughs> and is a very uh, strange, not quite Trump orange, not quite oxygen. Trump orange, but just a shade too orange yes. for the proper natural spray tan. It's not skin color. Correct. Right. Um, but it looks fun because yeah. the theme was fun. Mm-hmm. Odell wore a kilt. Serena Williams had her uh, off whites on. Yes. She looked fly. Cardi B was like had this ridiculous comforter. Uh, I don't know what it was. It was just huge. Yeah. And Katy Perry, according to Ashley, was an ugly chandelier, which I actually don't disagree with. She wore two chandeliers. J Lo. Yeah, J Lo looked nice. Looked, and, and Kim Kardashian took drip to another level, like actually having like jewels drip off her. And we just slow, like we. we it wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. Yes. Matt Gallo and also R. P. Drip. Um, we, yes. we done with drip. All right, we're done with drip. Yes. Um, but it's not Pod Tom because what is that? That's not I, camp. 
yeah. You had the opportunity to go completely over the top with whatever it is you're wearing, and you wore a velvet sport well, coat? Well, he, he usually doesn't wear color. And oh, then now it's it Oh, well, no, I see some of him. He's had a yeah. different sports no, coat no, no, on no. before. He, it, it's, it's regular Tom. Regular Tom yeah. is like, you know what, Giselle, we're not wearing feathers and sequins. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to get very edgy with my purple shade mm. of velvet sport coat. So it's regular Tom. He looked good, too. They look good. They do look good. They look excellent. They I don't look like, beautiful. I don't but, like his, his copy. He said, we are now your mom and dad on Instagram when he posted the picture. I don't like that type of rhetoric. I have a father and a mother. <laughs> it's not Tom Brady and Giselle, but you know what I mean? They look good. All I know is it wasn't Pod Tom. Pod Tom would have worn a boa. Because he would have no problem, because Pod Tom doesn't have an opinion. Oh, where's Pod Tom? Where is Pod Tom? Where's Pod Tom? Loser Power Rankings. Loser Power Rankings. These are the losers and losers of the week. Okay, let's start with hype videos. So, Talk Colin and I, Colin Cowherd and I, um, noon to three Eastern on FS1. Hey. We have become the hype video detectives. Mm. We started with Josh Rosen. The Cardinals. We yes. actually, we actually, we personally, not the yes. internet, discovered that Josh Rosen was not featured in Your the work. Um, hype video. That's mm -hmm. actually not true. A lot of people knew before we did, but um, we talked about it, and then mysteriously, the second hype video got released a little bit later, yep. which was their away games, and Josh Rosen had like one or two appearances in it. Obviously, now we know, in hindsight, Josh Rosen has moved on to Miami, and they drafted Kyler Murray. Um, yes. So. In continuing hype video news, the Giants have decided to put out a hype video with Daniel Jones, which Woo. features Daniel Jones at uh, camp, yeah. um, throwing a lot of checkdown passes. Now, here's the thing. I appreciate that the NFL is trying to take a page out of the NBA's playbook, if you will, Yes. Um, and you know, hyping up stars, which yes. I talk about a lot, elevate your stars, take advantage of social media, mm -hmm. market your players. All cool. My thing is the caption, like dropping dimes. You know, I know it's hard to pick captions. I struggle with it a lot. <laughs> I generally time. just use an emoji when I can't figure it out. But you know, just it felt a little bit like you know you have to accept this right. as an actual hype video. Number six pick, take yeah. it. And um, so you may see a hype video of us. Uh, you know, just you know I mean? with a similar amount of effort um, later later this week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean. Hype, yes. <laughs> Just like one one Patrick Mahomes style pass. This is all we're asking Maybe for. it wasn't the drill for that. Maybe it was like a nine on seven thing, and it was just the like music, the linebackers the music out there. The music for it is incredible. It was it's pretty it's pretty technically bad. It's technically bad. What did you say? It sounded like a surge commercial. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, so the Kentucky Derby is our next loser. The Kentucky Derby, the fastest two minutes in sports. Very exciting stuff. And then uh, Maximum Security won. And as it always does, the Kentucky Derby, it rained a lot. Yes. And then uh, they took it away from Maximum Security, and they gave it to Country House. And two out of a turn. Uh, for uh, apparently. I did not know this, mm -hmm. but there are lanes you're supposed to stay in in this laneless mud track that horses run on. So you know about staying in your lane? Um, I don't stay in my lane uh, ever. Yeah, okay, well, so, but you, you're aware of it. I'm aware there are people yeah. that should stay in their lane. Okay. I am not one of the people that stays in the lane. Right. right. Um, unless there is an actual phys physical lane, right. like on the road, right. where, where there's no lines crossing. that everyone yes. is encouraged to, for the protection of others, stay in 
one's lane. Of course. In a horse race where mm-hmm. there's no visible lanes, and we're also right. talking about an animal. Um, Athlete, some would call them. But yes, I got you. <laughs> so anyway, that was one thing. So they, they, they changed up the end of it. Now they're appealing. So we're in like a New Orleans Saints type of situation. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to get weird. Also, that cannot be your replay center. Okay, it cannot be your replay center. <laughs> this is the Super Bowl of horse racing. I'm going to need you to at least humor us with some some do-wackles yeah. and some bejeebies yeah. and some things. Okay, yeah. like, at least the NFL and the NBA humor us right. and they put this giant, like, all these screens and buttons mm-hmm. and it looks like the inside of the Willy Wonka factory yeah. and like that's so we can believe right. you know that they're watching those we, we know it. it's just Adam Silver and Roger Goodell saying yay or nay on the phone over a text message yeah. like yeah no that's out but <laughs> you humor us with a room that makes us feel like there's somebody reviewing this or at least like a real close up angle to the to the one screen they're looking at and like pulling out to see like that is like a really that big room, screen. That room looks like a room that you edit your college video projects on in. That's <laughs> what that rent, room looks like. You rent an hour in that room yes, at a time. Yes. Yeah. Headphones that, issued by the library. Completely unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And finally, Game of Thrones was everywhere this week. Aside yes. from being the greatest show in television history, they also happened to leave a coffee cup, which everyone was assumed was a Starbucks cup, yeah. in one of the scenes. Yeah. The internet freaked out. All the nerds were like, what? They drink Starbucks? I, I, it's all a lie, Joy. I, I'm not going to... It's hard to call your shots retroactively, but at that moment, because I didn't think... I didn't see it until the next morning. At that moment, I felt I felt t- taken out. You felt, we felt weird? I felt taken out of the scene at that moment when the Starbucks Club was just in the background, foreground, whatever it was at the time. It was there. Well, um, I don't know how this happens because there's 10,000 eyeballs on this at all times, I I, I, sets. I I don't I don't know how yeah. it gets to the point where it actually airs with the coffee cup in it. Yes. I, I feel like all the actors, maybe the actors haven't watched yet. They've been waiting so long to release these things. They've been sitting on this footage for so. This has so been in the can long. with the Starbucks cup there for months. For months, for so long. <laughs> Who checks that? I don't know. I don't I don't watch Game of Thrones, so so help me out. What was the other major talking point from this week? Oh my god, so much happened. So much happened. I yeah, really I mean, enjoyed the episode. Yeah. But I really was there, but cuz the only thing that made the internet was that cup. So that I'm just a that little suspicious. Fair. Well, there we wasn't there's was only one I'm not going to spoil it, but there's only one major death. Yes. And it kind of felt inevitable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Although, it's about to hit the fan next week though. We keep saying that there can you keep saying next week, and guess what? We're running out of weeks in two weeks. Two weeks, we running out of weeks. last week. I know, but it didn't. And then the fan got turned off or something. Or they, got, yes, they put the fan, fan in the freezer. That fan got hit. Now, there's another uh, fan that's got to get uh, hit. All right. By the way, I'm still maintaining Cersei ain't going nowhere no, 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 no. on y'all bitches. Listen. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Listen, you I am. You see those shoulder pads? <laughs> bitches ready for war. More for real. Agreed. No, but no. I'm coming off of the best of all time because the narratives are getting crazy. At this point in time, they can tell us anything and do anything with this narrative. And we're like, all right, I guess. Well, we're past the books now. And I, that's the problem. Read more and write more. <laughs> Create more, guys. All right. What's in the culture report this week? Lil Wayne and Blink-182 have announced that they are teaming up and going on tour together for the summer with a punk rock opening act called Neck Deep. To promote this unique collaboration, Weezy F Baby and Travis Barker's band released a Linkin Park, Jay-Z, Collision Course style mashup of Lil Wayne's Amelie and Blink-182's What's My Name Again. 
Uh, no information at all says that this concert is like a mashup concert, just like them doing individual songs. But anyways, tickets go on sale Friday, May 10th, LiveNation.com. Joy, are you and Earl going to the forum August 8th to see <laughs> Blink-182 and, and uh, What's the date? May 10th. Or May 8th. May 8th. May, May 8th. 8th. Um, oh, no, no. I'm sorry. No, what, August 8th. August 8th. Who says that? August 8th. I'm <laughs> dyslexic, I think. Some little little thing. August 8th is when they come in. The tickets go on sale this Friday, May 10th. You're like, what's her name on um, uh, Miss Congeniality? <laughs> what's her name? Uh, I know Sandra Bullock's name is, is Gracie Lou Freebush. What's, yeah. the, what's, the other, what's the other one's name? Oh, no one's going to get that deep The cut. perfect date. No Everyone knows gonna this. No one's going to get that. I know, but like, we're not getting that now. <laughs> It's the perfect date. Um, April 25th. Anyway, no, I don't think we're going. But yeah, uh, no, it's cool. No. I, I'm into it. I, if they're, if they're Wayne, a, Wayne drops, like, he drops songs like this every once in a while. I, he'll, drop, listen, he'll drop a track, Prom yes, Queen. But you know what happened with Collision Course? They put out a whole album of a bunch of songs together yeah. and then put out the, the tour after that. This is just like yeah, them separately the going on tour before the tour. It seemed like wild disrespect when you brought up the the Lincoln Park one. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like they're trying to do, they're trying to do that, but they're not. No. And what is his age again? The guy saying, I don't know. What Blink What's He's my age old. again? He's What's old. my age okay, again? Okay, let me finish this. Okay, uh, this week in the Culture Report, we're reporting on Migos coming up with a new album. Possibly Culture Three. Both Culture One and Culture Two debuted at number one in the Billboard chops. Um, but if you're sinking, broke, don't fix it. The first Culture album was an extension of the mixtapes that I fell in love with. Culture 2 wasn't for me. Tracks like Motorsport, Stir Fry, Walk It, Talk It, Narcos, You Can't Deny It, had hits on the album. But in my opinion, it was just a mix of a bunch of verses that they were waiting to put out on their individual projects. Do you want to hear a Culture 3 from Migos? Uh, yes, I want to do. I want to hear anything that, that yeah, Migos no, puts I just out. think they should do something else. Like maybe a No Label 3 or just a new series completely. But Quavo said, tweeted at, at Migos, brothers, it's time. I think they need to get together and create. We need, we need something for the summer. What's the summer song right now? Oh, good question. Right? Like every summer you I, have a hip hop hit. I, I heard Quavo in that John Wick 3 commercial. Yeah. So Come on. maybe I that. I haven't seen any John Wick They also movies. have that Mountain Dew commercial. John Wick. They got that Mountain Dew commercial song. That's good, too. Pick it up. Always pick the wrist. Hey. Let's splash on the wrist. Splash, splash. That's a shot you can't miss. To Diet Mountain Dew. You're... To what's Mountain Dew? Diet Mountain Dew. I'm very allergic to it. What's what? Why you the know diet that Skip part? Bayless only drinks Diet Mountain Dew. Oh yes, he I refers know, yeah. to it as the nectar of the gods. And, and it kind of is. Which, it's, as we all know, is of course coffee. But right, for right, Skip, yeah, it's, it's Diet Mountain Dew. Like he has cocaine. he drinks one every single day. Yep. Skip's from the Appalachians. We're we're we're, we're done there. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Every single day he drinks it, mm-hmm. and um, I completely lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? Diet Mountain Dew. Dew. You're allergic um, to it. I'm very allergic to Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. Uh, and I've told him this. Like, I can't, like, if we spill it, it's going to be my only problem. Because I get, <laughs> I get, you can, what I get hives. I get hives. If you smell it. If, if it spills. Like, if it were to spill. If it spills on your skin, Joy, it's an issue. I don't know. We're calling I, haven't, I haven't touched it in so long. <laughs> the last time I, I, the last time I drank it, I broke out hives all over my entire body. Wow. Is that the only thing you're allergic to? That's a blessing, I think. Uh, probably. Um, no, she's allergic to turkey legs. I am allergic to turkey legs. Turkey legs, that's good. I am allergic to, to turkey legs. I'm actually know. allergic to all turkey, except for Thanksgiving turkey. Mm. <laughs> there you I don't go. think that's how allergies work. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm allergic to Kentucky bluegrass. I got food poisoning. Last time, two times I got food poisoning was after I ate turkey. 
Okay, well, That's you can't. Don't work still. take it. Yeah, you don't take yeah. it. You having to go to the bathroom after eating some turkey because <laughs> you're allergic. Your inside's allergic how to turkey. How do you know the bathroom is not how food poisoning works? Okay. Thanks for joining us this week Yay. on Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. Make sure you go and subscribe on YouTube, Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast, mm. at Maybe I'm Crazy mm. Pod on all our social pages. We are on Spotify, yeah. Apple Podcasts, mm. SoundCloud, mm. YouTube, yep. iHeartMedia app. Woo. So there's no escaping us no matter what you want to do. Yes. Share with your friends. Um, comments, uh, like. We yes. appreciate the support. Camp Brandon uh, will not be back next week. It'll no. just be regular Brandon. Yes. He's dressed up for the Met Gala. Hey. Um, and I want to give a little shout out to Brenda Tracy. Um, set the expectation. Set the expectation. Org. Um, she's actually a sexual assault survivor, and she goes around and talks to colleges. Really? Yeah. Awesome. About like how to handle sexual assault. And she talks to Brenda? football teams. Uh, we don't know each other actually. Oh, okay. the show to support. Oh, awesome. Um, but you can go and check it out. She does a she does a really good job. Cool. She talks to like college teams and I don't know she probably does pro teams too just about like sexual assault and sexual assault on campus and you know she does a really good job educating educating about that so anyway that's what my shirt is and you can check it out setthexpectation.org thanks for joining us this week Uh, we will catch you next week and Brandon's update is posted on Friday mornings everywhere um, just to keep you updated on everything that goes on during the week because a lot's happening this week Um, so go and check that out as well bye maybe I'm crazy maybe I'm crazy maybe I'm not oh